Ball and Play 2 presented by DraftKings is underway. Head over to our Warehouse Games channel to see all the action from Ball and Play. Get some skin in the game and download the DraftKings app right now. Don't forget to use our promo code WAREHOUSE. That's promo code WAREHOUSE only at DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours. Song, do-do-do. I didn't... I don't have a song prepped because I'm doing the show from home. What's the song I've been listening to and thinking about and singing? Oh, you know what I've been singing to to James? I'm thinking it's a sign that the freckles in our eyes are mirror images. And when we kiss, they're perfectly aligned. What's up? Welcome to the morning show. My name is Jimmy. Maddie Mass is with me. Although I can't see you, Maddie. I'm just looking at uh, the empty desk set up in Studio B, which is what nice. What if I move over here and just stand like this the whole time? Yeah, but I don't want you to have to stand the whole time. That's okay. It's freezing wave, in this you room. Just wave your... It's cold in my basement, too. Uh, there's also like no walls down here anymore. Uh, but I had to, I had to give myself a, a station at home to work working again so i woke up early and basically set up the downstairs exactly how it was i just don't have any like floor and all the walls are cut in half so i don't have any walls i did notice the no walls yeah so that's that's my setup as i'm working from home today uh my hair probably needs a haircut and another dye job as the white and fluffy sides are really leaking through but i'm not wearing a hat and that's basically the full update for me. How's the office? Is it freezing again today? I heard a lot of freezing complaints yesterday. And then it wasn't bad this morning until I came into this studio. And this studio is negative degrees. Yeah, we kind of don't have control over the AC in there, it seems. Yeah. It seems to be on its own program. Doing oh, whatever, definitely. Doing whatever it wants. Some people were blaming me, but I, I'm not, I'm not doing anything. So I do like it cold rather than hot and the studios get hot. So they have their own AC, but sometimes the studios are set to like 80 degrees and then they're 75 and we're recording and so hot. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but yesterday was cold. Yeah. I mean, you can always add layers. So I prefer them to be on the colder side. I do have the blitz ball blanket in here. So <laughs> a lot of people with blankets yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's funny. Um, yeah, that's cute. How was the game last night? Well, it was a lot of fun, but everybody but judge was disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. They lost. And I also didn't really know how to feel about Cole. Cause right. Good job on the eight innings, but 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 I see. I feel like that's yes, yes. Good job in the eight innings, but like you gave you you gave up too many runs. Like the inning that he gave up four runs were so many hard hit balls into the outfield. That's what concerned me. They alluded to tipping or something. Someone asked. Someone asked Boone. Like, do you think he was tipping? I didn't hear Cole's interview, but. I wanted to kind of go back and listen to it because, yeah, I and go back and watch that, but I, I don't know. It was weird. Um, trying, I was trying to get a lot of breakdowns done today, right? But then I got like 
it's doing this like here's here's the problem the problem the issue i can't jump on them as quickly as i could when i didn't have um a baby and um wasn't like ceo of a 50 person company and be tired all the time so i can't like quote unquote just like get get them out right away right so so then be to try and counter that because i feel bad about that i try to make them like extra uh, like more researched because they're not coming out quickly and so i i have three that i can like lay a voice track over and i was going to do that this morning but then i was like ah let me make let me make this one even better so now it's like a fucking analytical deep dive in the middle of right. just a bad replay call, which right. I do think is interesting, like interesting data behind it. And, and people that don't watch baseball, but just, I can like sneaky teach them some stuff. Well, it'll be good for that in the middle of a silly video, but then they yep. end up taking even longer. Right. So it's like weird twist. Yeah. Kind of stuck in between. Yeah. But then you know, the Nailer one and the Yachty one, those those ones came out recently. They, and at the same thing, I was like, I need to kind of do more than what's already been out here because they already kind of went viral. So for Yachty, I did like the three cameras at once so you could kind of, and I, I timed up those three cameras so you could see it all happen in live time. Right. I, thought, I thought that was cool. And then on the Nailer one, I like mixed the audio from the iPhone camera and from the bro the two different broadcasts. So I thought that was cool. Yep. And uh, and then the comments were like, nice. They like were appreciative there. Some people were saying like, wow, this is why like you. You know, added more to it or brought more attention to it. Right. And I think the views were good. So it's this real push and pull, which in like. You go back to 2019 when I was just pumping them out, the quality was much worse. Mm. And we literally put it together in, in 40 minutes and then just talk over it. Right. Now I'm doing a lot more like research and trying to like put more thought into it and actually yep. we're balanced. At the point. same time, like I, a lot of people like them just because they think you're funny. So that's like also playing in your favor. If you were ever to like feel like you had to get one out quickly rather than researching a lot, you still are providing value because people like to listen to what you have to say. I guess so. I guess I never I never valued the jokes of them. Right. Right. Like if I put one out that was just straight up a joke. Like I did one of those and it was a pickleball video and <laughs> yeah. like that's if I do those they're usually not baseball because I I yeah, should yeah, like yeah. baseball and understand baseball. Right. Like if I do a hockey one, she's like lip reading or a joke or a fight. Um, but yeah, so that's like my struggle right now. But I did this one where Pete Alonzo gets and a player sent us the video and was like, this is the such a bad review call. You have to talk about it. And it kind of is. Alonzo, they say it hits him in the hands, but it, it just doesn't. And the replay shows that it doesn't. Right. And then I thought it'd be cool to show people so I did a whole fucking breakdown or like statistical breakdown on up and in fastballs, 95 miles per hour or harder. Like Alonzo, I'll tell you right now, it's my practice for when I record it. Pete Alonzo crushes fastball. Fastball since he came into the league is a 555 slugging against fastballs, okay. which 
is really good. And right. a 276 batting average, I think, it's top of my head because I've just been looking at these all morning. But he has yet to record a hit in his career on an up and in fastball, 95 miles per hour or more. That's in the zone. That's in that like mm. upper in quadrant in the strike zone. He has zero hits. Interesting. So that's why he gets hit all the time because that's pitchers try to throw it there, especially right. pitchers that can throw fast like Jordan Hicks. Jordan Hicks can't hit that quadrant to save his life, but his fastball is so good that he has like zero hits on inside fastballs at all. I see. So I thought that was interesting. It is. Context. And like throughout the league, up and in fastballs are just fucking hard to hit. Uh, righties have thrown... 630 up and in fastballs, 95 mile per hour or more to righties. Because that's what it is. It's the same side arm speed, you know? Right. Coming in on you. Yep. And there's only been 34 hits on those 630 pitches. And only six extra base hits this season so far. You you tweeted this, right? It's kind of like half tweeted it because that judge home run was so impressive. And I don't think people realize how like impressive that is. And then, and then I had a lot of people like responding, saying the exact opposite, just being like, "Well, it's a you know, it's a high fastball; those are easy." And I'm like, "What? No, they're not." Yeah, yeah. They're they're so hard. Right. Like people should see a hitter hit an up and in fastball and and be very impressed when they get a hit. But I just don't think people are. So I was like, maybe I'll use this Alonzo video to kind of talk about that. So I like that. But then it's a lot of work because I'm like, well, if I do this, I should pull up the footage of every single up and in fastball to Alonzo oh, in his career yeah. and show him yeah. not sw- not show him not hitting him, and then I should show Jordan Hicks not allowing hits. So I have like, you know, I just made a montage of thirty pitches mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Five mm-hmm. percent hit rate. No, yeah, five percent hit rate on the six hundred and thirty high fastballs, high and in, up and in. So anyway, that's what I've been doing all morning. I thought I was going to sit down and just record it, and it was going to be like two minutes of nothing. And then I was like, oh, let me add. And then I just got deep and deep and deep into it, and I just right. kept adding. Yep. And now the cricket's on, Matty. Who are you rooting for, the Titans or the Royals? Oh, I'm a big Titans guy. That's good, because I think I like the Titans too. I'm glad that we're on the same page. Otherwise, might have had to end the show. The Titans are doing all right, but not, like, really actually anymore. I don't know. Cricket's kind of tough to judge until the end of the innings, as they call them. It's a good color matchup. You got you got pink and baby blue. Oof. Yeah. I love... Those are two of my favorite jersey colors. Is it completely pink, head to toe? Um, yeah, I wonder if I can, if you type in, uh, Royals, do they call them kits in cricket or, or unis? Mm. I would ask. Yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah. I typed in Royals kit and it came up. Okay. Oh, I guess, I, I guess you would say IPL as well. And then it would definitely come up. Yeah, this yeah, is, type, um, type Royals kit IPL and it'll come up. This is much more hot pink than I was expecting. I was in my mind was going light pink, but uh, yeah, it 
No, it's hot pink. Hot pink. You're right. Strong and pink. I don't hot know if pink it's hot. and dark blue. And now type in Titans kit IPL because the Titans are a brand new team. It's their first year in the IPL, and I like their uh, jerseys. They're dark blue and light blue combo. Well, you know I'm a sucker for the Villanova colors. It kind of looks Nova? like a V on their chest too. Is that Villanova covers colors? Yeah, like navy and then light blue. It's pretty close. All right. I never pictured Nova like that. Yeah, the one... Because they're always wearing white, that's why. They do wear white a lot. The The one, I don't know who the guy is. Looks like he's number 33. Uh, that picture just screams Villanova to me with the the two light blue lines coming down like a V. Yeah. Which one? You typed in Titans kit IPL. Go to images and the fourth one. Uh, my fourth guy is just smiling. Yeah, he's got the thumbs up. Oh, yeah, yeah, double thumbs up. Looks yeah. great. Oh, he looks good. Yeah, those are nice. I wanted to buy one of these. I was I was looking at it, but I'm like a double XL in Indian sizes. It was hard to, I was uh, like, hey, this is too much money to just completely guess. Oh, I, on the topic of just missizing things. I'm a pretty consistent medium across the board. Mm -hmm. Ordered a pair of shorts. The tag said medium. Everything said medium. I would legitimately guess they were double or triple XL sizing. And it just labeled as medium. Did you get them from like uh, Macy's or JCPenney? I got them from uh, the Disney store. Mm. Macy's is... They size up like a, a Macy's extra large is probably the same size as a parachute in India. <laughs> Katie bought me a large Macy's shirt and it was maybe the biggest thing ever. And she's like, maybe you lost weight. I'm like, no, that's just huge sizes. Yeah. So, yeah, I sent it back, ordered an extra small, which I kind of felt silly doing, but fit like i would expect a medium to fit so can't complain mm, okay i have uh we'll, we'll take a call and then that'll give us in a, in a better direction of things here i got all my books behind me if anyone just they, they just say like a random like shelf and, and number and maybe we'll we'll do fall into a topic that way are we going uh, person place thing idea let's see if we can naturally do it what have we talked about Pete Alonzo is a backup person, in my opinion, at this point. I mean, is that like your thoughts as him as like a baseball player or just in the show? In the show. Okay. Baseball player, starter. I got a brand new phone, so I'm excited about that. But we did phone as thing yesterday or last week, so we're not You're doing right. that again. Right. Um, so I invited uh, Jill Hempel. She joined. Hello. There we go. Oh, hi, Jill. Hi, how's it going, guys? Good. How are you? I'm just fine. Um, I actually have a pretty good uh, person, place, thing idea um, just that I happen to come up with. So um, I've got some Ted Kuzer books. It, I'm from Nebraska, and he lives in a small village called Garland, Nebraska. And apparently he's got this... Uh, bookstore that he 
goes into every once in a while and autographs a bunch of book copies. So I got some for you actually a couple of years ago and I haven't gotten to send them yet, but um, I, I've got a good poem if you'd be interested to hear it. It's pretty short. Yeah. Yeah. And thank that's awesome. Did you, did you know about him like before I started talking about him or yes. is he known um, in Nebraska? Yeah, he's he's well known in Nebraska. He was a professor at the at UNL in Lincoln um, for a couple of years, and then when he was the poet laureate, it was a big deal. That's awesome. Yeah. Which one? Which one are you, do you have? Are you reading? Uh, so this one's from Winter Morning Walks. Uh, so this was he wrote it. He wrote these in 1998 when he was. Uh, going through cancer treatments and needed to get out and exercise for the doctor. Uh, so he was all depressed and everything, of course. So he decided to write these poems and send them to his friend uh, just for something to do. So uh, that, that always goes well when it, you know, when you're thinking about your mortality and all that. I know morning likes to talk about that. Sometimes. Yeah. It's the death pod. <laughs> yes. The death pod. Um. So anyway, I was going to read from page 22, but that poem was kind of dumb. So okay. <laughs> I, I found one uh, from January 28th, um, I guess in 1999 is when he wrote this. Um, so it uh, starts out 28 degrees and breezy. Looks like the wind pushed its way right through this fence and walked on down to the water. On the barb, there's a little scrap of hide like a piece of corn husk. And at the end of the pond, the ice is open where its hooves broke through. And that's it. Man, he just paints pictures, huh? Yeah, he does. Like windblown snow onto the ice and then the ice, everything is kind of getting uh, destroyed by the coldness of it. Yes. And I, I think the uh, some animal broke through the ice and fell in also. Ooh, that's sad. <laughs> That's I know. The, I don't mean to laugh, pod. but you that's know, the death pod right there. Well, it always finds yes, us. It does. So oh. I, I guess that takes care of the person and the place of Garland, Nebraska. And then what, what oh. like book is that of his from? Um, this one is just from winter morning walks. That's, oh, the, that's the name, name of the, the book. Yes. And then um, it's also, I think in, he released a new one recently. Um, it's in paperback as well. Uh, it's called Kindest Regards. So that has those and then some new poems in it. Winter Morning Walks. I think, oh, I've seen that one before. I, I, I didn't want to buy like all of his books at once because I wanted to buy one, read it, and then buy the next. So I think there's still some out there that I haven't read but because I did that for maybe three. But I thought if I just bought like a, a whole bunch, I would, I would never, you know, there wouldn't be a reason... I would get lost or whatever, but I remember oh, seeing. Yeah. That. Yeah. That well, cool. I, I do have a couple here. Um, they're all autographed. Um, that was pretty much all they had at the bookstore. So, but they are all in paperback at least. So. Yes. That's awesome. <laughs> that, that's really cool. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. So that, that was really only my question. I know we're not on video, so you really can't look up where Garland is, but uh just yeah, I can maybe do it and we can put it into the, the YouTube and and Jill, you've been you've been, um, you know, part of this whole thing for a, a long time. Yeah. 
Yes, it, it's fun to be able to interact with uh, just the chat, but I also like this AMP app where we can interact uh, with you guys as well. Yeah, it definitely brings a nice, a nice element to it. But so you, because I, I, I remember seeing your name on Twitter before, like morning, right? And yes, yep. Yeah, I, cool. I think I've been following it around for since 2017, I believe. Yeah, I was gonna say, it's uh, <laughs> you've been with us through some from hobby to the company, basically. Yes. So, and and now I have a reason to cheer for the Yankees too, since um, Anthony Rizzo is now with you guys. Okay, that's good. He's so. been he's been he's been great. He's he's he needs to start hitting again, but but uh he's uh everyone loves Rizzo his defense is amazing and his base running I feel bad for for getting on Cubs fans that used to tell me he was he was like you know a plus on the bases and I was like no like he he can be get himself to even that he's not fast enough right. and then now I'm like nope he's a plus on the bases you guys were right sorry <laughs> I didn't I didn't watch him day in and day out he is one of the smartest base runners I've seen yes yeah and I I do think he's enjoying that short porch that's um always a plus. I also noticed that after that, you know, whole last year of the Cubs and getting traded and all the stress with that, he's, he seems to be in a lot better shape too. He's lost a lot of weight, much more lean now. He does so look skinnier. Like he a- looks, he looks, I think yeah, he got COVID last year. Maybe he lost weight and that he just was able to turn it into being trim because he, he, I noticed that he looks thin at times, which I never saw him as a thin player. <laughs> but good for him. Cool. Well, thank yeah. you very much for calling in. I'm going to look up Garland, Nebraska. It's got a cool shape to it already. So I like that. Nice. All right. Well, thanks for having these on. I, we always appreciate listening to these. So I'm glad you were able to do it. Yeah, me too. It's been fun to bring it back. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Now, Maddie. Yep. I'm not going to record my screen and then we transfer because that's just more work for you. Okay. If you just want to like open Google Maps and type in or open Google and type in Garland, Nebraska, and then like click on the map, you can add it in the YouTube. It's sure. uh it's a tiny town. Okay. They do have an outlaw steakhouse, and it looks like that might be the only place to get food in town. I mean, we're talking tiny. Yeah, I see it now. There's one main road, oh, two main roads, like a main intersection, Old Mill Road and Fifth Street. That kind of the two ways. There, there's there's two roads in and out of town. Yeah. There's Second Street, but that leads to looks like a park or some water. Maybe that's where the poem was written. Mm. But other than that, there are two roads in and out of town. If you want to go north, south, east, or west. You, you take Old Mill Road to go if you want to go east or west. And then you take 800, which is 19th, if you want to go north or south. So that is a tiny town. And now, now if you're driving, if you're driving south to north through Garland, Nebraska, you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Looks like 10 streets you can turn left or right on. Some you can only turn one way. 10. So it's 10 streets tall, or whatever you would call it, north to south. And then if you're going west to east, you got three options. Four options. This is a tiny town. 
And then it's got this little, it's almost a perfect rectangle besides on the, on the west side, there's a triangle, and I'm going to go to satellite view, and, oh, man, satellite view is even cooler. It's so, t I mean, I could count the houses in this town. Yeah, you could. Yep. Okay, so the triangle is just so the baseball field gets included. Oh, yeah, you're right. So the baseball field is part of town because it's just like they just built a triangle. Looks like a nice enough field. Do you want to guess? I looked up the population. 80? Higher. 120? Eh, higher. 400? Yeah, 321. I don't believe that. Okay. Because look, all right, I got three houses there. Four, <laughs> five, six, seven. I mean... If we set 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, those are probably restaurants, so I'm back to 16. I mean, there's like 20 houses. Yeah, that would be a lot of people per house. Yeah, that'd be a ton of people per house. I don't believe that at all. Do you think Unless... anybody has a swimming pool? Oh, yeah, I found one. It looks above ground, but there's one. They have the whole town over. Oh yeah, yeah. On uh, Second Ave and uh, Hutchinson. Uh, it's like three seventy-five Second Ave. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is a tiny town. This is where he's from. So where does Second Street lead to? Just some ponds. No, it, some. It looked some like koi ponds. It looks like or something like that. Like algae. Yeah, a lot. Of, they were greener than I expected when I went to Satellite. Hey, if you zoom out, there's no towns near this town. Oh, no. You see that? Yeah, there's, I mean. Holy shit, man. There's no towns near this town. I mean, I'm zoomed pretty far out. And there's, like, Lincoln is the closest big place. Mal but Malcolm on the way to Lincoln. And Malcolm's got to be tiny, too. Yeah. Ah, dude, America blows my mind. Like, this town's tiny. And then Malcolm looks tiny, and Malcolm's got a, a school. People grow, and then there's Seward. Okay, so Seward, <laughs> Nebraska, is a real enough town. They got a university and stuff. If you go back to uh, Garland, uh, all the way on the right on... Old Mill Road. There's T. Lewis Bakes. Look yeah. at how cute. It's temporary closed, but look how oh. cute they have a tractor cookie. That is cute. And of course they have a tractor cookie. Oh, of course. We're in Nebraska and we're ma making cookies. All right. I, I kind of have to get on the Wikipedia of Garland, Texas, or Nebraska, because that's that town's tiny and there's nothing around it. Says the population was 216 at the 2010 census. I don't believe it. Railroad went through, so there was a place. So they made a little town there. Um, Anti-German sentiment was rampant in world during World War One. German language newspapers were closed and German language Lutheran church services were ended. Sauerkraut was dubbed Liberty Cabbage. 
That's what I always call it. In this environment, the Germantown City Council decided that the name had to be changed, and they resolved to rename the town after the first local soldier to die during the war. Although several residents later fell by enemy action, the resolution had failed to specify the manner of death, so the honor went to Raymond Garland, who died of pneumonia before he ever reached France. All right, so it, it was called Germantown. And then war broke out. Yeah. People were like, we can't be stuck. We can't be stuck with his name. People are going <laughs> to hate us. No one's going to visit us at all. So they said, all right, we'll name it after the first local boy who dies because of the war. And then technically the first guy that died was Raymond Garland, but he never even reached France. He just got pneumonia. Right. And, and they were like, shit. They probably had a big internal debate like, well, is that worthy of the town's name? Yeah. Or should we give it to Bobby's boy who got, you know, hit with by a sniper? And then they were like, well, Bobby who? And they were like, Bobby German. And they're like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. We can't do it again. Uh, so, okay. Wow. 58 families lived there in 2010. What is the math there? Three people a house? No. It says there's 91 yeah. households, but I just, there's like, no way. That's like five and a half people per house or per family. 216 divided by 58. Oh, you're going based off that number. Yeah, well, in this that's the same sentence. There were 216 people, 91 households, and 58 families. Yeah. Which it's like one and a half people a house. Right. But I don't think there's that many houses in this town. No, I think they did the same that we were doing and were counting roofs. And yeah. they counted the restaurants. Yeah. Hey, I mean, they're pretty far away from other towns. What do they eat? It didn't even look like they had a grocery store. Um, I mean, T. Lewis Bakes being temporarily closed could be detrimental at this point. All right. I typed in Garland, Nebraska stores. Garland Park and Ballfield, technically a store. The Outlaw Steakhouse, like has to do such good business. There's a corner bar. I did see um, that right next to the steakhouse. They have the church listed and the fire department. So right now we have a corner bar and a steakhouse, a gas station, nothing. It's just that, okay, so there's a corner bar and a steakhouse. Like the whole town must meet there. Oh, Seward, that other place is 12 minute drive okay so the map makes it just look a little farther yeah so they must be going all basically everything they do they're going over to seward why i think they should someone should open like a convenience store that would that would do some business all right so garland nebraska Coozer didn't 
grow up there, but he is a current resident. But Arland F. Christ Janer did was from there, the sixth president of Boston University. How about that? Oh, man. Seward has the world's largest time capsule in it. From when? Uh, I just saw it on the map, to be completely honest, so you're going to have to give me a second to find that information. Um, I, world's 19, largest time... 1975. I mean... It's scheduled to open in 2025. Who gives a fuck? It's not that long. That's a bummer for the people in 1975 that were like 20 years, 50, 50 years, 50 years from now, people are going to, is it 50 years? Yeah. Yeah. 50 years from now, like people are going to open this up and be blown away. And it's like, uh, nah. Yeah. I don't think there's anything in there that is going to shock anyone. Unfortunately, the internet happened and people just can share everything. Like someone found a bag of French fries from the 1980s that was never, you know, eaten or like left alone. And that that went around the Internet recently. And it's like even I was kind of like, I already seen this. Right. I've, I've seen old McDonald's that people find in their grandma's house, like in the back corner, a bunch now. So this says that it has 5000 relics inside. What it what it. Hmm. I don't think this is going to be interesting at all. How many of the 5,000 do you think you would be like, whoa, two? My honest guess is zero. Wow. But I would hope that there's five things like, because for me, it's a historian has to be like, whoa, this is important. You know? Yeah. Like some footage, like if there was some like. Like, OK, if something in here helps solve an unsolved crime. Oh, like you have a, a, a lawyer, not a lawyer, I guess, a, a detective or a lawyer. That has this date marked because they think something in there is going to help solve a crime. Right. I'm interested now. And I've, I think we've written a movie now. I hate to break it to you, but that's not... I found the purpose of this time capsule. Yeah. It's the work of one man, Harold Keith Davison, who was a local celebrity store owner and town character. He... This is being told through his wife, I guess, at this point. He was a senior citizen when he built the 45-ton vault and buried it under a mound of dirt. Um, he wanted his grandchildren to know what his life was like in 1975. He was convinced that they would not remember him. That's the point of the time capsule. Hey, man. Good for him. People are going to... We're talking about him right now. He believed he wanted, that... He reading, wanted to share the disco era with his grandkids. Yeah. He said reading a book is not as good as seeing and touching. Listen to this. Harold, it turned out, didn't need a time capsule to share the disco era with his grandkids. 
because he did that in person and at his leisure. He didn't pass away until 1999. <laughs> this is a spoiler alert for 2025. <laughs> he had an eclectic assortment of 5,000 items, including a pair of bikini panties, a man's aquamarine leisure suit, and a brand new Chevy Vega, quote, the cheapest car that he could find. That's probably going to be interesting for car people to see like a completely untouched 50-year-old car. Yeah. All right, I'm happy for them. In 1983, he built a second time capsule directly over the first, sheltered within a poured concrete pyramid. Oh, that's the pyramid. I just assumed there was one thing. Hmm. I mean, this guy did a, you know what Jake always says? You can do anything you want in this world. This guy did a great job of like creating something that no one fully cares about, but you talk about it. Yeah. This, um, this one website says it's like a rating website. The time capsule is worth a detour. So there you go. There's, I mean, there's no way. Well, it's just, I mean, you can't, I mean, once it's opened and they make a museum out of it, maybe. I mean, this article is from 2018 and it says Seward time capsule nears opening. No, it doesn't. Based on the 50 years, being seven years away isn't that close. If it was a thousand year old time capsule and we are seven years away, sure. Yeah. There's some pictures of him with his time capsule in the video I'm looking at now. Do you know the story about um, how they found um, World Series footage of Babe Ruth playing and shit? Oh, yeah. I did hear it, but I probably shared it because I think I did an episode on the um, Klondike Mountain, Klondike um, Rush and and the city of Klondike because there's a cool documentary on it. Uh, if anyone doesn't know, they 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 found all this film that had frozen, and because it because it was frozen, they could they could repurpose it or whatever. And when the when everyone was going to Klondike in Alaska to uh, do the gold rush, they would they would send uh, newsreels to Alaska so they could understand what was happening back home. Like you know, just Seabiscuit won the race and the Yankees won the World Series and the boys are off to war. Yeah, and. Uh, they stored those in an empty swimming pool, I believe, and then the swimming pool filled up with water, and then the swimming pool froze and didn't unfreeze. And then, like, 100 years later, or, like, 80 years later, I mean, I guess I can Google this so I don't just misrepresent everything. They found all this old footage that, that was, ne- like, never like never before seen. That's crazy. Klondike, film reels, frozen. That's what I'm going to... In the Yukon. There's a documentary they made out of it, I believe. Buried film reels from the end of the Klondike era, Gold Rush. 
Yeah, Dawson City Frozen Time feature-length documentary whose raw material was literally dug up from within the permafrost, dusted off and assembled like a museum's woolly mammoth skeleton. Uh, hundreds of film reels, silent films, travelogues were never sent back south and were simply buried or tossed into the Yukon River for years after the end of the gold rush. A large collection of the reels was also used as fill-in in an old swimming pool that became a hockey rink. That's the footage that was discovered by work crews in 1978 after being sealed in permafrost and preserved for 50 years, and that's what Morrison used for his documentary. Wild. Yeah. So they needed to fill in a swimming pool, and they were like, let's just throw the film reels in there. (laughs) (laughs) That's nuts. I'm going to slack you the... the it's the picture of the swimming pool. Okay, cool. The, the article that has the picture of the swimming pool. I guess we can take another call. I don't. That's our. I guess that's our. We, our place. I guess thing would be time capsule. Yep. We did we also, the person. Well, is is Kuzu the person? Is it too is much it, to triple dip or double dip? Or is it Alonzo? Yeah, it's, it's just a Kuzu episode now. All right. I mean, we could get to a new person. Yeah, and we're looking for an idea here. I invited uh, Sam Jetski. Sam Jetski? Yeah. Okay. Looks like he's wearing a a romp him in his picture here. Okay. Hello, Sam Jetski. Looks like he joined. Just has to unmute. Sam Jetski is a Hello? little kid's character, it looks like. Well, could you hear that, Jimmy? Hi, Sam. I heard a hello, but yeah. now I don't hear it. Did hear a hello. When he unmutes, the circle around him is like red. I don't know if that means bad connection. Oh, I don't Hello. Hello. I can't hear a thing. Well, that was Sam Jetski. Can you hear us, Sam? Can you hear me, Jenny? Sounds like he's underwater for me. I can, like, hear noises. Here's some noises. Mm. Am I muted right now? No, I could, you could. We can hear you. There it is. Sorry about that. <laughs> What's going doing? on? Not much. Uh, just hanging at work, doing a little busy work. I'm a middle school band director. Oh wow, man! You get. Oh no! Yeah. Some some bad just happened in the cricket match. You got to listen to some bad sounds all day, oh. huh? <laughs> Uh, there are certainly some interesting ones. Uh, I start in fifth grade, so yeah, there are some very interesting sounds. You you played trombone, right? No, no, no. Jake Jake played uh, trombone, but it was always clogged, so he's just he just did him with his uh, mouth is the <laughs> what he says. So he plays a good fake trombone. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. What you were also in band, though, yeah? 
No, no, I, I have no uh, musical abilities at all. I had to do band in fifth no. grade, but but I moved there late, so I played the triangle because they just they just needed to give me something to do. So I just count just to like eight and then then hit the triangle and then count to eight again and hit the triangle. <laughs> hey, I'm sure you nailed it. <laughs> yeah. You'd be surprised, but yeah. Yeah. What else is going on? Uh, not much, you know. Uh, we got the White Sox game here this evening. Uh, supposed to be going tomorrow, but we got a 100% chance of rain in Chicago, so I don't think that's going to be happening. Yeah. Did What did the White Sox do last night? They were off last night. Um, unfortunately, they should have just moved the games. They got Boston coming up. Um, so it should be a good series, but yeah, we got some rain coming through. So hopefully we won't get these canceled. Uh, the battle of the socks, another bad play in the cricket match. Just to let everyone know the Titans are kind of blowing it right now, Maddie. I've never been more upset. <laughs> yeah. It's a bummer. Do you have an idea? We're looking for an idea to round out the show. An idea. Um, I mean, it's not necessarily an idea. It's a debate that I've been having with some friends lately. So there's 1.6 million ants for every person in the world. Do you think that you could handle your fair share of ants if they were to rise up and attack? No. No? No, ants, I think think it's it's like I was like covered in 10 ants. I think I'd freak out. Yeah, that's where I'm at. I I don't think it's possible. Just the feeling of the feeling alone of them crawling. And then if you're like they're biting you, like we have a mighty a mighty ducks three situation where they're fire ants. Oh the that spicy would suck. boys. That'd be brutal. Yeah. No thank you. Okay. All right. I'm glad I'm glad we're on the same page for that. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, man. Um, all right. Did you have a question? Otherwise, we'll 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 let someone else join before we we run out of time. Uh, no, no questions. Just hoping you're having a great day. Thanks for all the content that you've been making. Big fan of everything. Oh, thank you. Appreciate that, man. Appreciate it, man. Maddie. Yes. The Royals are putting together a Jimmy, nice over right now. I don't want to hear this. Titans. One one of the outfielders slipped. So he fell down, so he couldn't stop the ball. And it went for four runs. And then uh, the next one, the infielder, just went right through his legs. So it went all the way to the wall for four runs. And that's a seven-run swing there. Those two plays. Bad job by the Titans. As long as it wasn't my guy from the Google Images that made those mistakes. No, I don't believe it was. Did you hear about our... um, Ball and play league over the weekend at all? I mean, we can't spoil anything, obviously. Yep. Um, I've heard it. It's been a little spoiled for me, but I won't spoil. It was good. I'm, I'm Darren, Darren Sammy from St. Lucia. 1.9 million followers on Twitter. Stadium in St. Lucia already named after him. and He's only 38 years old. Like just retired. He was awesome. We so 
Major League Cricket hooked it up. They got him to come commentate with Rose. We had three teams. We did like day one was like a round robin, and then day two was a playoffs. It was pretty fun, but you know we we made up the game. It's a mixture of blitz ball. It's basically you, you pitch and hit like blitz ball, but then after that, all the rules are cricket rules. Right. Uh, so I'm hoping people we're calling it the ball and play league because I think that allows people. I think people will tune in more. Because that's like a selling point. Like, oh, I want more balls in play. We need more balls in play. It's like, all right, well, here's the ball in play league. Almost, I think, 85% of pitches probably went in play. If not 90. Right. uh, Probably 80. So I'm hoping that that works, and then they got to learn the rules. Even, like, Chris Rose was like, what the hell is this? And then, you know, by the second game, he was like, all right, I'm in. This is fun. Yep. So it's not going to come out till July, but that was fun. That's good. And then we have have floorball coming up. That's going to be wild. Yeah, I did. Um, I went to what's his name, Darren. Darren Sammy. Yeah, I went to his Instagram and saw the St. Lucia flags. I'm sure you'll be happy to hear. Mm. I knew those right away, so I felt like they're like 880k on Instagram, something like that. Yeah, so good stuff there. I wish I could have seen it in person, but looking forward to watching it well yeah we'll see if 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 people tune in and and watch it we'll probably do it again and and then at that point we had three cricket players that are uh kids in the minor league cricket system in the u.s and they were they were awesome but but we could get more guys like they almost sent us um one of the most famous cricket players going right now um I don't think he was going to play. He was just going to stop by and say hi and mess around. But I think we're we're working our way in. They like us. We like them, too. So hopefully people watch. And, and I just don't want people to be like, oh, cricket, I'm not watching. Because it's actually, mm-hmm. it's more similar to Blitzball anyway. Right. No, the the day that we played cricket in the warehouse, I've only played once. But it was a blast, so. Yeah. And we, we, lo- we you could, it was basically... It was 45 miles per hour limit, but at any pitch that was over, we're just going to cut out of the edit probably because it, it it's not like a detriment. It's just like, do it over. Like, nah, like we just want every mm-hmm. ball to be able to put in play. But yeah. there were like swings and misses and, and like you could still like drop curves. You could do like, you know, little different pitches and shit. It was cool. Nice. And everyone go follow Darren Sammy. He's awesome. Hey, was, was uh jet skis idea just ants? Yeah, his idea was ants. Um, I mean, whoever he's debating against, I hope that they realize that if, I mean, 10,000 ants come at you at once, I don't think you stand much of a chance. Um, I, I just don't know if they have, like, a coordinated attack or not. Yeah, I'm just picturing myself covered with ants, and it sucks. It's an oh, awful yeah. thing to picture brutal do we want to do another call we started late so what time should we end i think we have like another five ten minutes all right let's let's bring another a caller in okay next up is um r molinelli he's invited or she hello hey what's going on jim 
Not much. How are you? Uh, I'm doing great. Uh, I'm at a mass. What's going on? What's up, dude? How are you? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. So I just have a quick question for you, Jimmy. So I know you moved around a lot uh, as yes. a kid. And I'm, uh, so I currently live in Long Island, and I am going to college uh, in August. I'm going to Michigan. So, I mean, that's pretty far. So, I mean, I wonder if you have any, like, tips as to, like, moving to a new spot and, like, trying to find your way around in a whole new area that you're not really normal with. But you're going, I mean, this is going to be your freshman year in college? Yeah. And you're, and you're going to Michigan and you're, like, living in the dorms and stuff? Yeah. Do you have anyone you know, like anyone else from your school or that's that's going? Like, nope, do you have your, like freshman dorm mate picked out yet? Nope, I have not. I don't know a single person. Like the closest person I know is going to be in West Virginia, which is like still six hours. That's exciting. Hey, uh, but that's easy. That's easier. That's that that's much easier than um, like moving to a, a high school in the middle, like, you know, in the middle of the high school or starting. I, yeah. I started a new high school the first day of school freshman year. That was awful. If you have kids um, and you have to move your kids, don't like wait two months and then move them in the middle. Of the yeah, year. I can uh, imagine how how rough that was. If they're like, don't make your kid be a new kid on day one of school. Freshman year. And that's what I told my parents when they moved when they moved later on with my brother. Me and my sister said, move in the middle of the year. But anyway, but college, everyone's new and everyone's looking to meet people. Yeah. So I mean, college, the first semester of college is is literally summer camp for teenagers. It and then your classes are bullshit. They're all 101, and you just have to show up and you probably have some class that's just like orientation, which is nonsense. So everyone's going to want to meet everybody. So I just, I just not lock into like a friend group immediately and just keep like meeting, like hanging out with new people. And then if you're having trouble meeting people, just go, go to, uh, man, just go outside. I guess college is really easy at the beginning to meet, to meet people. And then, and then it's about like, do you actually enjoy it or not enjoy the people there? But, um, it's going to be cold in the spring. You're from yeah. Long Island, so you know cold, but like there's no spring really. Maybe in Michigan. In, in yeah, that's Chicago, right. I, I heard, I heard that Long Island's cold, but Michigan's, Michigan's brutal. Yeah. Well, Chicago, there's just, it just will be, you know, 30 degrees. And then the next day, all of a sudden you're in summer and there's not a lot of spring. There's not a lot of in between there. There is the other way. Well, that's cool. Hope, hope there's probably gonna be a lot of out of towners too. That's exciting. Yeah, that's one thing. I'm I'm super excited. My my biggest suggestion is get, you know, you you and your roommate or roommates and on that first night or first few nights just go around and meet everybody in your in your dorm hallway. Um, yeah, that's like what that, my like friends that. and I did or my roommates and I, we just went to every single door on our floor and I'm in a group chat seven years later with virtually the same people we met that night. So every, like Jimmy said, everybody, everybody's ready to meet people in the very beginning. Titans just dropped another one, Maddie. They're blowing. Jimmy. Uh, um, yeah. The other thing about starting college is if you, if your roommate stinks, go request to change rooms. 
<laughs> yeah, that's that's what I've heard. Like, like don't, I wouldn't, don't wait around. I wouldn't, I wouldn't just be like, I'm gonna ride this out. I think I changed rooms twice, and it, it it's sometimes it's very easy, and then you just. And then if your second roommate thinks you're like, all right, whatever, we just we'll just sleep in the same. I got a couple of roommates. We just slept in the same room, but we never really interacted. Yeah. You, the, they let you change rooms usually. So, yeah, that's what I've heard. I've heard that, like, if you if you go and ask to change rooms, they'll, they'll pretty much try and accommodate you. My freshman year roommate at Sonoma State showed up shirtless with a seatbelt burn line so his whole body was burned besides <laughs> his eyes he had sunglasses on and then his seatbelt. so it was like a sash of pale skin across oh, his chest because he drove up the one from southern california shirtless and i was like oh my god oh, my. that seems like and he was a pretty odd guy he Left school before Easter break. No. Yeah. No. What's the first break? Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving break. He was out before Thanksgiving. So, yeah. I don't know. I'm excited for you. That's cool. Your parents are going to be sad, probably. Yeah, my parents are not very happy with me. And my my brother moved to Texas. So, they, uh, they really got no, neither of us really close. Damn, you better go back and visit. Yeah, I'm going to miss Long Island. Well, Long Island's going to always be there, so take the next 10 years and go. then get back to Long Island if you want it. Just go live around and see shit. Are you driving yeah. there? Uh, No, I'm, I will. I think I'm probably going to drive down with my drive up with my parents um, to move in. And then so freshman year, you're not allowed a car. But from what I've heard, you can just like park off campus. So I think I'm going to wait till my first break to see and then hopefully bring my car up because I can't imagine not having a car. And Detroit's not that far where I might go see some Tigers games. It's, you know, no baseball. Oh, that's cool. Be rough. Yeah. Uh, the dri- drive, the drive is cool. I like driving through America and seeing all different places. Well, that's cool. That's exciting for you, man. Yeah. I've, uh, I'm just, I, I'm I'm a little nervous to meet new people, but I mean I think it'll be a good experience, which is why I wanted to move away. I didn't really want to stay home. I wanted to when I when I was like, driving to college, my I was really nervous because I thought I was dumb. And my dad said, "Don't worry, Jim. College is just like high school, but easier." And and that settled me down. And then I think it's the truest thing. Like, unless you're trying to be a doctor in something the schooling oh, and yeah, like no. the class system and like doing like less home. It's like just so much easier than high school where it's just constant homework and constant fucking busy yeah, that's work. The, and that's the worst part about high school. Just the homework attendance. And stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. I think we're going to wrap everything up. Thanks for calling in and listening and congrats Thank on graduating high school. Thank you. Cool. How's it going? You too. Maddie, yep. How don't much don't a, tell uh, me about the Titans. Yeah, they're. Uh, I don't know what they're going to end up at, but it's not. I, I still think they can do it. The 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 uh, where they're playing yields a lot of uh, runs. 
But the Titans don't hit a lot of what we would consider home runs, so they got to go about it another way. The opening batsman, their like leadoff hitter in baseball terms, is still hitting, and there's only six balls left. There's been a hundred and um fourteen balls thrown by the Titans, and the Royals' leadoff hitter is still hitting. He's wow. scored eighty runs so far, so it's just a great effort by Butler. Hey, props to him. Yeah, how how easy is freshman year of college? Do you remember? Yeah, I do remember. Uh, freshman year, I don't know. Freshman year overall is the easiest. Second semester, senior year is the easiest semester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, guy just threw his bat. Um, not in like 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 social settings can be really tough, and and meeting people like the first semester can be kind of like weird. But as far and I think maybe that's why they make the classes like it's so easy. Yeah, yeah, classes are easy. College is kind of stupid. I mean, I think that so I actually think the social aspect is more important. No, they I should, agree. They should I mean, stop making you take 100 level classes in college. You're just basically repeating high school with less well, less weight on the result. My I mean, I agreed with what you were saying for the most part. My junior year of classes was actually hard, harder than high school. But oh, yeah, definitely. I, I think I think it's like the first two years. Like, yeah, transition. Yeah, yeah. But they they kind of prep you for that too as you get to, whatever. Or in history, they prep you for that, um, the thesis level class. Right. But yeah, for but you you were actually had knowledge, not just reading. My favorite classes were my entrepreneurship minor. I got to like make a product, which was cool. What did you make? Um. My group did virtual reality glasses for stadiums. So basically the thought was people like watching things on their TV because you have all of the extra TV graphics. So basically you're taking all of those and putting them into the stadium. You get the score bug in your eyes. Basically, yeah. Not bad. That's cool. We did a little prototype. It was interesting, but... Joss Butler. I thought his name was Joe. It's Joss. J-O-S. He's killing it for the Royals. Nuts. Hey, don't worry. If the Titans lose this, they're not out. They just have to win the next game. Then they'll be in the championship. Whoever wins this automatically goes to the championship. Right. No, I knew all of this, of course. Yeah. yeah. But you're, you're tuned in. Right. Cool. All right, I'm going to go back to try and make breakdowns. I also got talking Yanks and talking baseball today, so. Okay, I'm going to go Thanks yell at Thanks for tuning in, I'm going to go yell at Luke, just broke into my room. Luke does that. He just bombs in. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. You're going to have to sing, I think. Um, I'm a little teapot, short and stout. Here is my hand. What is that? Here's my handle. handle. Here's, Here's my, my spout. spout. When, when I get all work. Whoa. I don't know what you're singing anymore. What is it? When I get all. I thought it was when I tip you over or something like that. Yeah, but... yeah. It's like when I get all tip me over and pour me out. Oh, oh. yep. Don't know the middle then. Well, oh, well. We, we, we did it. We did that. When I get all steamed up, hear me shout. Mm, tip mm. Me over and pour me out. Done. Love you guys. Goodbye.